Welcome to the Saving Grace Adventist Church Sermon Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed by the Word of God. Under this caption, a message of hope, I would like to reiterate a few points that I believe are very important in times such as these for those of us who are in conscious existence, who love the Lord, and who are looking forward to his soon return. We were privileged a couple of weeks ago to have representatives of of this church um, in, in Naples doing something for the Lord. And we hope that we can have a repeat uh, very early. I go to Naples on the second Sabbath. I go to La Belle on the fourth Sabbath. And I come to Saving Grace on the third Sabbath. But today, things are different. Today is the fourth Sabbath. So I asked them back there to excuse me and just let me come this way because I usually meet the folks from the nursing home on the fourth Sabbath in, in, in La Belle. And uh, being here with you today, I, I, I feel it's, it's like a special reason, a special reason. And so the message... Um, the message of hope comes to us from the scripture, of course. And we have heard the scripture reading. Loving Lord, we want to thank you that you have granted us the privilege to look into your word. As we are about to look in again, we ask, Lord, that you would bless it to our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. All over the globe, you must have heard this said, there has been a lifelong search for true and durable happiness. But it's known by now by most people that true happiness, durable happiness, cannot be found in test tubes, neither in mathematical formula nor in doctor's medication. But we do believe and we do know from practical experience that true happiness can be found in Jesus. In Jesus. And, and so, the message of hope is a message for all people. For all people. The people of this planet have and are experiencing things such as these. Hostility, apathy, denial of opportunity, racial discrimination, religious discrimination, broken lives, broken homes, and the crippling effort of those who seek global supremacy. Sometimes people would walk 
on others to get where they want to go. It's a world that, that is in trouble. It's a chaotic situation that we have living in. And the Lord Jesus always wants to bring to us the solution that would make us feel happy and assured of a glorious tomorrow. Because time is for preparation and eternity is for the same. And so during the time of preparation, the Lord wants us in our period of, of, of existence, conscious existence, to come to grips with the truth that is saving the message that is for the day, for our time, for now. The message of hope. You'll recall that the children of Israel suffered much in Egypt. And they were there for some 430 years. Suffering as slaves. But that came to an end because God intervened. And he said to the leaders back then, he said, look, let my people go. And they didn't do it voluntarily, so the Lord had to put force on it. But however, he got his people out. And the problem that we face today, the, the, the vicissitudes, vicissitudes of life, it's a better word. And, and all these extreme circumstances, crucial, the blessed Lord is going to bring us out of them with smiling faces. We can trust them with tomorrow, I say as we trust him with today. You remember well that the Israelites had it rough. I mean, excruciating with the Philistine. You remember how that Assyria brought pressure on Israel too. But what tickled me as I looked into the scripture, was, was that at one time, Israel confederated with Syria against Judah. But the Lord promised Judah that it will survive. And true enough as a nation, as a kingdom, Judah survived. Come on. The Lord told Ahaz that he is going to come out on top. And I want you to know that Ahaz had, he had confidence in the blessed Lord to the point that the Lord through Isaiah, approached him. And you can read that in the, in, right there in the second, the fifth, rather the seventh chapter. 
of Isaiah. And, and there it says, now, I want you, Ahaz, to ask the Lord for a sign. A sign that he would come in and bring about for you victory. Well, he had confidence in the blessed Lord, so he told the servant of the Lord, he said, look, I am not going to provoke the Lord. I'm not going to do it. But then, the servant of the Lord had to speak again forcefully. He said, if you won't do it, the Lord himself will give you a sign. He said, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. I want you to, to see something special. A virgin shall conceive and, and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Come on now. Now, we read that in the New Testament. Matthew 1 and, and, and 21. How that a, a virgin, you know, this person is going to have a, a child and shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from the sins. In other words, here we have a, a message of hope. And, and we have seen the working of the blessed Lord in years past. And, and, and these workings give us the confidence that he can do it again. He can do it again. And so, deliverance for God's people is sure because God said he would deliver his people. So we can trust him. And so we have the message coming to us through his servant, the Apostle Paul. One who tried to stop or to curtail the work of his disciple in the early days. And the Lord had to stop him. But he made of him a vessel, a vessel of honor. And he wants to make of all of us vessels of honor. And here is this person who at one time railed up against the Lord. Now he's saying something special. He said, when we were children, speaking to his kinsmen, Galatians chapter 4, and there at verse 3, he said, while we were children, we were in bondage. We were in bondage. Even so, he said, look at it. Under the elements of this world, the way it really looks. But he said in verse 4, but when the fullness of time was come, 
I want you to see something here. God's timetable is controlled by God. But it works perfectly. Come on now. Perfectly. And here the record says, when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son. Made of a woman. Made under the law. And for what purpose? To redeem those folks that were under the law. That they all might receive the adoption of sons. Isn't that something? Now what is, what is this brother, this kinsman? You see, as, as a Jew, as a person, as, as, as an offspring of, of Abraham, he was speaking to his kinsmen. And that divine intervention, he didn't want them to miss out on. That God did something great. He did something great when the fullness of time was come. The Son, the Redeemer came. This is a message of hope. And, and, and when we study into the same man's writing, to the Roman, chapter 5 and verse 5, it says, And hope maketh not ashamed. So that the people of hope are not ashamed as they walk the planet Earth. Not ashamed. This is a hope, hope that puts spring in the heel. And a smile on the, on the faces of God's people. Hope maketh not ashamed. He said, because the love of God is, is shed abroad. Shed abroad by us, through us, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, folks. Which the Lord has given to, to us. To us. Isn't that something? And so we are not just existing. We are not just occupying pews. Oh no, we are special in the sight of God. And God wants us to make a difference on this planet. He wants us to make a difference. If we notice the commonality of the world, oh even our president, as I mentioned, is asking us to get the world out of the church. But I'm saying to us today that the blessed Lord, with his intervention, has brought about something that you and I can be happy about. He has given us the opportunity to qualify for eternity, and it will not be stopped by any man. Brethren, I want you to look closely into the time is, is fleeting there. But I want you to, to note something special. How that our blessed Lord in, in Malachi, 
It said that the folks give praise to the people who go wrong. On this world, we see that happening. We see that happening in the third chapter of Malachi. Now, this is the last book. And from verse 13, it tells, oh, how, how the folks call bad good. But in verse 16, I, I just like this verse. In verse 16, it says, but they that feared the Lord. Come on now. They spake often one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him of them that call upon his name. Come on. That feared him. Feared him. And called upon his name. Come to think of it. The people talking to one another about the goodness of God. God is so good, like the fellow of the law. He says, God is good. The other one says, all the time. And the other one says, all the time. God is good. And they spake one to another. Come on. When we look at the gospel, remember what I told you about the gospel? God's only son provides eternal life. Good news. Good news. God's only son provides eternal life. And that's what we are here concerned about. And we talk to one another about it with a joyous expectation. Oh, yes. It's a message of hope. And this hope makes not ashamed. It makes us happy. And I want you today to remember this. If nothing else, that God wants us to be happy here as a foretaste of the hereafter. A foretaste. So let's start getting happy now. Hope, make it not a shame. Oh, no. Because the love of God is spread abroad. And, and when we spread and shed it abroad, I mean it makes us buoyant. Makes us happy. Oh yes. And God wants it so to be. And when we do this, come on now. When we do this, it means so much to the blessed Lord. So much to him. So much to him. And as I see or time where it is, I'm going to, I'm going to close off. We had a, a long morning. It has passed. It has passed. And we have, we have had grandparents. Some of them have passed. But only what's done for Christ will last. And so I'm going to 
bring to you by way of closing. Another verse, which uh, these are words by the same apostle speaking to his kinsmen. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 3. He, he presented it in a question form. A and it's how shall we escape if we neglect it didn't say a great salvation <laughs> he said so great you know what that so great is saying in other words God went to the extreme to provide a way of escape. Did, did, did you hear that? And that's why it is so great. When I was a little boy, well, much younger, in Jamaica, I used to hear about the Maroons. And the Maroons would say, this thing is so, so till. Or sweet so till. Um, in other words, God has reached so far. He has done what you and I perhaps wouldn't do. To give his only son. In other words, so great a salvation. So great. He said, how shall we escape if we neglect? So great. It couldn't be any greater because it was provided by God. Who is greater than God? That's why it is so great. So great a salvation. Which at first begun to be spoken of by the Lord. And was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Now, come on, folk. He said, now how? Speaking to his own people like I'm speaking to you. How shall we escape if we neglect? There's no way of escape if we neglect. And so my call today is for us not to neglect. Not to neglect so great a salvation. Hey, but listen to this now as I close. Listen to this. Our names may be on nominal roll. And we may be members of the family of the church. And we may be in church. But perhaps not in Christ. but perhaps not in Christ. So now comes the question. In full power, how shall we escape? 
if we are not in Christ, he is the way, the only way, the blessed, blessed Savior. He is the way. And the only way we are going to make it is through him. How shall we escape? In church, but not in Christ. We may die in the pew or even in the arms of a guardian angel and still not in Christ. Have mercy. But it's not too late. Otherwise you wouldn't be in church. If, if the Holy Spirit were not after you, you would not be in church today. You wouldn't have the urge. Your probation is not closed. Our probation is not closed. And so I'm asking today, those of us who, who see the real need of being in Christ and remaining in Christ, would you just stand with me and, and, and we pray? That need to be in Christ and to stay in Christ. Because remember now, 1 John chapter 5, we have verses 11 and 12. When the blessed Lord, through his servant, he said, this is the record. That God has given unto us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Come on now. And then verse 12 says, and he that hath the son hath life. I mean, with, and if we do not have the son, we do not have life. We do not have life. This is a call to seriousness. In other words, it's a call to understand where we are and whose we should be. It's a call to seriousness in this religious circle. And I'm asking that we lift up one another in prayer. And be strong in the Lord. And give glory to him. Let's bow our heads. Loving Father, we thank you. We thank you for those who are standing, indicating, Lord, their desire to continue with you. And Lord, I know you would bless them. Because you never go against anybody who is on your side. And so all of us, Lord, are going to be beneficiaries of your grace. All of us. Because our heart are bent towards being with you and having Jesus in our heart because well do we know that Christ in us is the hope of glory and if any man be in Christ he he is a new creature with the hope of glory thank you Lord for saving our soul thank you Lord for making us whole thank you Lord for giving to us thy great salvation so full and so free. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. We are always encouraged to know how God is working through this ministry to touch lives. If you have a story to share of how God is working in your life, please let us know by sending an email at podcast at As the Holy Spirit impresses you, 
You may also support this ministry financially by visiting SavingGraceSDA.org.